0: Yo, what's good, Meatheads? Welcome to another episode of the Meathead on the Mic podcast. It's your boy, the returning champion, IFBB Pro, Matt Vitale. And today, we are going to be breaking down a topic that I know a lot of you guys and some of you girls have questions about when it comes to the speed when we're looking at the progress in terms of burning fat in your uh, fat loss journey, muscle building journey, whatever you want to call it. All right, so we're going to be looking at pacing and what's most important, the pros and cons of both sides, going fast and going slow, and ultimately, what I would recommend in my professional opinion to sort of do in terms of approaching your fat loss journey, all right? So the first thing I wanna say is, this is something that I frequently get DM'd a lot. You know, people asking me, you know, I've gotta get ready for this wedding, I've gotta get ready for this vacation, I've gotta get ready for this significant event, and I, you know, I I have a deadline, and I wanna look good by this deadline, or at least fit into this, you know, whatever article of clothing by this deadline. And what I notice is like a lot of people that do that, end up repeating those habits day in, day out, or year in, year year out, where it's like, okay, I'm going to get ready for a vacation, you know, cool. Uh, Vacation's in three months. I'm going to try my hardest to get rid of 20, 30 pounds in three months, or even more. And then they end up essentially what is crash dieting, right? You know, starving yourself so that you could make weight and appear, quote unquote, and you're going to understand why I'm saying appear, appear a certain way when you go on vacation. So That's one side of the thing that I know a lot of you guys and girls either struggle with or are doing based off of the DMs that I'm getting, right? And that would be considered losing weight the fast way, okay? And there's some good things about it and there's some bad things about it that we're going to both talk about right now. But before we get into that, let's talk about the slow way, okay? The slow way is something that, I mean, we'll put it this way. When you look at those people that are losing weight the slow way, the body that they have, you'd rather have. So what that looks like is, for example, all of those fitness influencers or uh, the people that you really want to model your physique after, those people, they really take their time when it comes to losing weight. It's never a race, right? Unless they're competing, then there's like some sort of deadline and even which it's anticipated far in advance where like instead of them crash dieting for a couple of months, they have months and months and months, usually between five to six to seven to eight or even more months to diet down to get to that weight class intentionally. So they're never really crash dieting. They're always doing it slow. You ever wonder why? Okay, so let's talk about cutting quickly. All right, losing weight quickly for vacation to fit into this fucking wedding dress to fit into a suit to whatever it is. So you can go on the beach, take off your shirt, you know, not really have man boobs, right? So that's your whole sort of thing. You want to get it off quick because, you know, you want it off quick. But here's the first thing you got to understand. Anything on your physique, anything on your body that you have now, took years to accumulate, whether it's muscle and, or whether it's water and fat, the habits that you had in your life every single day leading up till today, like your physique is the result of that habit. So if you can't necessarily just say, okay, well, I want to get ready for this vacation and then like undo 15, 20, 25 plus years of bad habits in like three months. Okay. Because what you're going to do is you're going to force you feed yourself to eat shit. You don't really want to eat underfeed yourself. You're starving yourself. You're going to throw off your hormones your digestive system is going to be out of whack. Your metabolism is going to be even more fucked. And if you thought you got sick, you're about to get a lot sicker. And if you thought you were weak, <laughs> you're about to get a lot weaker. And the reason why is because when you crash diet, your body is depleting itself way beyond regular like standards. Okay. So you're depleting your micronutrients as you train and sweat hard doing all that endless cardio. All right. You're not necessarily focusing on your macronutrients because all you really care about is calories right? Calories in, calories out. That's how we lose weight technically. But if you only focus on the calories that you're burning, you're never, ever, ever going to build muscle in that process. And that's fucked because if you don't build muscle in the process of burning fat and water, you get down to that beautiful weight that you wanted to, but it's not going to look the same. It's not going to look the way you envisioned, number one. And number two, you're going to feel weaker, look shittier. Like you're going to look tired as fuck. You're going to feel tired as fuck. You're not going to feel good at all when you get to that super light weight. And it's not that your body isn't capable of maintaining that lightweight. It's more of the approach to get there wasn't ideal because you could have approached it in a way where you're losing weight, but you're building muscle and are at least, if not retaining muscle so that when you get down in the pocket and you're finally done cutting, you actually have a foundation. When I say foundation, I mean muscle. If we're talking about just the shape of the body, right? That's really going to give you what the image that you, you look for. But outside of that, let's like talk functionally speaking here. If you have retained or were able to add muscle in the process of your fat loss journey, what's going to happen is when you get down to that body weight that you worked so hard to get to, when you were slow, you know, slowly achieving it, you're going to be able to like maintain that physique a lot easier, if not without even any effort really, um, because of the increased amount of muscle mass. And so. Having an increased amount of muscle mass essentially allows you to just burn more fat, burn more calories in a rested state in compared to what you would otherwise be able to burn weighing the same but with less muscle. So body composition, that's basically the difference between you know losing weight quickly and losing weight slowly. You have more leverage, you have more power to take advantage of your physique, of your metabolism, of your digestion, if you do it slower, okay? If you cut weight slower, and not even just to make it so that you're progressing slower, okay? Because if you, like, that's fine. But if you also don't focus on your protein, like, you're equally fucked, right? So there's an approach that you should have while you are cutting slowly that will help you. And I just laid it out here. And this is episode number 171 of Meathead on the Mic podcast. And I talk about it in so many fucking episodes. But I will bring it up today because you're listening to it right now. So let's look at the pros and cons just right down the middle. Cutting. If you cut quickly, the best thing that's going to happen is that you're going to feel good. you can look at the scale. You're going to be like, oh, fuck. You know, like I crushed it 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, whatever it was. I, I lost so much fucking weight so quickly. Yay me. Like that's you know, to your own right. It's definitely hard work either way, but that's probably the most you're going to get out of it. All of the fucking cons come after that. And there are way more cons than pros when it comes to losing weight quickly. So am I going to waste time on the cons? I already explained some of them. Let's talk about doing it slowly, doing it the correct way, doing it the way that I, a natural IFBB pro does it with my best clients as well. The slow way. And when I say slow, how slow are we really talking here? Like, When I say slow, I mean anything in between one to three pounds. One pound would be really slow to lose per week, okay? But one to three pounds, you're in a safe zone if you're losing that much every single week. If you're losing more than three pounds a week, you might want to dial it back, okay? Maybe you are, we'll say, predisposed to being able to burning that much or dropping that much fat and water that early, which does happen for a lot of people. I do have some clients that you know are really, really obese, and when they do join at the very beginning, their first week, they're losing like 11 fucking pounds, And it's like, not actually 11 pounds of fat and water, but more so fat water and stool. Because believe it or not, and this is fucking disgusting. And if you're listening to this, and this is you, be aware. But you know those people, especially those dudes that I love talking to? Yeah, you listening to this right now? If you've got a super big gut, when I say big gut, I mean it's like you look mildly pregnant. And you got tits that we could milk. That gut, first of all, has got a shit ton and that's pun intended, a shit ton of fecal matter inside it that you will excrete amongst fixing your metabolism and eating a little bit cleaner for the first three to four weeks, if not a little bit longer. So I've noticed, and this is like a common pattern, with the super obese men that do join the Natural Nomad Academy, within the first four weeks to six weeks, they could experience, at least in one or two weeks, losing at least more than 10 pounds in that same week. And how does that happen? Is that like some form of like, accelerated fat loss no it's the fact that part of what makes that gut so like rotund and stiff is the fact that not only is there adipose tissue that is fat, that, you know, is, is covering your stomach that makes it, you know, large, not only does bloating affect you, but there's also backed up shit for the lack of a better term in your intestines, that you will excrete once your metabolism and your digestive or your gut health improves when you start to select better foods that are uh, less processed with less seed oils and less preservatives. And better yet, you also do some cardio and workout as well. Okay, but Let's talk about the more common case and not really about the obese people right now. And I only mentioned it because I know that, you know, a lot of you will be listening. So that's still information you need. But when we're losing weight slowly, we're focusing on doing it in between one to three pounds a week, right? You want to just have a steady decline of one to three pounds per week while also focusing on getting the required amount of protein for the day. All right. and You guys are going to hear me fucking scream this shit to you until my face turns blue. One gram of protein per pound of body weight every single day. Shut the fuck up. Get it done. Let that happen. Train as hard as possible on a consistent basis while mixing in cardio so that your body can burn more calories and you can utilize the fuel that you're putting into it, the healthy fuel that is. And you'll watch yourself not only burn fat, not only drop water, not only reduce the inches around the waist, not only change the the way the physique looks, but you'll be able to increase your metabolism. Okay, which means that when you get leaner and you look better, now you can actually eat more and get even better, right? And When I say eat more, it doesn't mean go eat fucking McDonald's and all that shit. It means like you get to increase the amount of calories that you eat because you're burning a lot more calories because you have more muscle in your physique, which alters your composition in a good way, right? Because the more muscle tissue that you have, the higher your basal metabolic rate, BMR, is. And if we can understand that, then that should be the focal point when it comes to losing weight, not, it's almost kind of backwards, right? Because like when you're losing weight, you're thinking of just getting smaller, watching the numbers decrease, right? But the the real approach I need you to have here is like when you are losing weight, I want you to to be focusing on the muscle increase, the strength increase that you have in the gym, or even the uh, endurance increase if you're able to push yourself that hard. And with those things increasing, while you have a calorie deficit that is also helping you decrease the amount of fat that you have in your body, and you hyper-accelerate both of them and focus on losing between one to three pounds per week and not being in an extreme deficit by any means, that's literally the recipe for success. Like That's just how you're going to win after you burn all the 15, 20, 30, 40 fucking pounds of fat. Because not only will you just drop it over a respectable period of time that your body can actually adapt to, but you could keep it off. And if not improve past that point a lot easier than it even took you to get there because you have more muscle in your physique and muscle is a lot more calorically expensive than fat. Okay, what does that mean? That means in order to have muscle on your physique, or at least when we're comparing muscle and fat to your like on your physique, how they both operate, it takes more energy for your body to just have muscle on its physique than, you know, in comparison to fat. So if you just focused on growing muscle, not even being in a heavy deficit, if you just wanted to like eat at maintenance calories and really make a fucking emphasis on putting on muscle, And you train that way and you got your protein in, right? And you did your cardio just for the extra bit of caloric expenditure and you were building muscle, technically speaking, in theory and in practice, you would be able to lose all that, not all of it, but lose weight. Okay. Without even eating less, like you're not even eating way less. You're just training super hard. You're doing your cardio, getting your protein in. And because you are growing muscle and the amount of muscle is increasing, and your BMR is increasing, your body's ability or capability to utilize the extra stores of, of energy, which in this case would be fat, would increase because you have more muscle and muscle is more calorically expensive. And because of that, your body is going to be working more optimally to get rid of fat even without being in a heavy deficit. Okay? Should, would I recommend doing that? No, because that would be really slow. Really, really, really slow. Like you, It would take you forever to see all the, the progress that you know you want. So I would still recommend being in a deficit, but I'm going as far as to say that even if you are at maintenance level calories, and you were to apply what I'm saying, it would still work, because the more muscle you have, the higher your BMR and the higher your BMR, not only the easier is it to lose weight in terms of burning fat and dropping water weight, but the easier it is to keep it off permanently. All right, so last but not least, like let's just wrap it up here. Should you focus on losing weight quick? Or should you focus on losing weight slow? My takeaway with this entire episode, and your takeaway should be, focus on losing it slow. And slow being 1 to 3 pounds per week. Okay? We can call it even 2 pounds per week. Right? Anything, like we'll say just under 10 pounds a month. But you're focusing on getting your protein in you're training super intentionally, you know, time under tension, you're making sure you feel the reps, you can control the weight, you know, you're not doing movements that don't work for you, so on and so forth. You're getting your cardio in, keeping your heart rate elevated so that you can burn those extra calories, you know, and also get the the boosted um, effects of having, uh, you know, better vascularity, uh, cardiovascular health. Um, and of course, with better vascularity, you can shuttle more oxygen into the muscles. And you know, that's amazing, because then you get more reps, so on and so forth, endurance, blah, 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 the whole nine. Okay, like, that should, your takeaway from today's episode should be that, all right? Focus on losing it two pounds per week, one pound per week, three pounds per week. Don't go too fast, otherwise you're going to deplete yourself too hard, and you risk cannibalizing muscle, okay? Stay in that sweet spot and monitor yourself. Take your pictures. Do your measurements. Make sure you're making the progress that you know you want to make, okay? And if things aren't working, go back to the drawing board, tweak them up, apply them, fix them, apply them. Let it go. Keep working. But if that's something that's too fucking hard for you, or if that's something that you just don't feel like you want to do, there's YouTube, there's Google, there's Instagram. There are so many free resources that there's this podcast, like there's other podcasts, like there's so many free resources you could use to 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 apply to your fitness journey that would help accelerate it. And if even that's too much for you to ask from your own self, then it's time that you outsource it and you reach out for help. You either get an accountability buddy, maybe you have a friend at the gym that's like fucking shredded, so they might be able to help you. Ask them, train with them, have them spot you, have them show you how to do the reps and stuff like that. Or you can hire the help and have a professional like myself in the corner doing this for you and with you to teach you how to continue to do it so that you don't need me forever. All right. So with that said, just to say it one more time, should you lose weight fast, do a crash diet to get ready for that vacation, get ready for that wedding to fit into the suit, to fit into the dress? Fuck no. Why? Because you're going to feel good in that second. You're going to undo all that progress in about a week. And it's going to feel even worse than starting in the first place. And it's going to give you a horrible relationship with the gym and food as well. Because then you're just going to be like, well, I'm going to make progress. But as soon as I make progress, I'm going to lose it all. And if that's your mindset, then it'll be hard to just get into the gym in the first place. Right? So just keep that in mind. Pay attention. Rewind this episode if you fucking have to. But do not ever, for the life of you, crash diet. It's the worst, one of the worst things you can do for yourself. Throw off your hormones, throw off your digestive system. It would make your body perform worse than if you were to weigh more with more fat. So do not do it. Do not crash diet. I will never recommend it. If you know you're going to be going on a vacation, if you know you're going to be going to a wedding, you should get prepped or start preparing if you have a deadline at least six to eight months in advance. And that's, you know, to the general population. If you're somewhat lean, if you already kind of have a six pack or at least 10, 15 pounds away from it, you can get away, honestly, with just getting ready for a month, you know, depending on what your situation is, three months to a month. But if you do not have a six pack or anything close to it and you know you're fat, and again, I'm not saying that to diss you, but it's like, come on, like, let's be real here. We're adults and that's you six to eight months, and don't even cut yourself off about it. Don't even cheat yourself about it. Don't even, I could just form, no. Six to eight months is to do it the right way, kind of slow, but you will be able to build muscle overall that you will be able to keep, which will also help you keep your progress. So go figure. Cut really hard for one month, lose freaking 20 pounds, okay? And then gain 30 pounds back the next month, or Spend six months, eight months, losing 50 pounds that will never come back. You tell me. And also putting muscle in the process, getting stronger, having a better metabolism, having improved cardio. It's, it's the whole trifecta. It's what you want. Okay. And I'm telling you that with experience. Yes. You're looking at me like, oh, this guy's like, he's only done the slow method. Like he's just too smart to do the stupid thing. He's never had to rush to get ready for a wedding or like for a vacation. bro. Let me fucking tell you, I've done the crash diet before, probably harder than you. I've lost 30 pounds in three weeks once. Okay. And I had to bust my ass for it. Why? Well, it was a really fucked up time during COVID. It's not like I wanted to do this, but I was working with a coach at the time and, you know, we wanted to qualify for uh classic physique. At that time, I wasn't during that time. I wasn't a, a professional bodybuilder. I was only an amateur. And what happened was COVID was there. So shows were on and off and um, essentially, we didn't really know if that show was going to be happening, and I sort of stayed within shooting range, and then I sort of gave it up, and I'm like, I'll just get into the off-season, put on some some size, and I'll focus on competing the next year, but then, boom, like, was it five weeks before the show happened? The promoter was like, the show's going to be happening. I'm like, fuck, it's either I just continue going to my off-season, or I have to lose 30 pounds to make weight for this category in, in like, about uh, three weeks, right? So the news came out two weeks before... Took literally one and a half weeks to decide, and then when I decided, boom, three weeks, thirty pounds, or was like twenty nine pounds or some shit like that. Twenty nine pounds in twenty eight days or something. Not even twenty eight days. It was like uh twenty two days, twenty nine pounds in twenty two days or something like that. In two thousand twenty, I made weight and I won my class at the show. Right, won my division, and you know I felt like shit. I actually looked worse at that show, and I was heavier. Then when I went to nationals and I turned pro and I was lighter, why? Because of the amount of muscle tissue that I had and the amount of muscle tissue that I lost in the process of cutting so quickly, which, you know, if you are accelerating past, you know, three pounds per week, you run the risk of, even if you do get the protein in, right? Which is why it's, it's very important to keep the pace. Okay. And so I'm, I'm giving you experience on both sides of the stick here, both with the clients that I've worked with that have crash dieted and come to me for help, Right. And myself, who's crash dieted to get ready for a show and realize how fucking shit it is compared to doing it the right way, which is slower, right? Which is why I usually have, whenever I'm getting prepped for a show, it takes usually about like six to five months for me to nail it, right? And four months if I'm already super, 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 super duper lean, right? And that's essentially what this is, right? To wrap it up, never, ever, ever crash diet. I don't give a fuck if you have to make weight for your your wife's or your friend's wedding or whatever the fuck it is, or to fit into a suit or to go on vacation. Never do it because you will regret it way harder, way harder than if you were to take your time, build the muscle in the process and keep the progress after that process. And if not that, then even improve further. Make sense. All right, people, that's it. That's all. I hope I was able to deliver a valuable experience to you guys and girls today. Thank you so much for your precious time and attention. Share this episode out to a friend if you really think they need to hear this. If you think someone is addicted to crash dieting and they need help, give them this episode. This info is 100% free. If you're one of the people listening to this and you crash diet yourself or you're thinking about crash dieting or you have a deadline, like a vacation, like a wedding or anything like that that you want to attend, and it's at least in proximity of six to eight months from now, you should be dieting. And if you're not, then you should be dieting. there's no excuse okay? But if you don't know how to, reach out to a friend. Go on YouTube. Go on Google. Literally, you have friends that are shredded. Ask them. And if they don't give a shit and they're not replying to you, come to me, all right? I'm a professional. I do this for a living. So you can definitely reach out to me and ask, and I'll see if you'd be a good fit at the Natural Nomad Academy. But let's embrace your inner meathead together, all right? It's been nice chatting. Hope you like what today's topic was about. IFBB Pro Maputale, signing out. Boom. Thank you so much for your precious time and attention. This is the number one podcast for anyone on this planet, country, or nation who wants to get in the best physical shape for the next vacation. Don't forget to implement at least one thing from this podcast. Remember, information without implementation is just fucking noise. I provide actionable value for a reason, take full advantage of it. If you laughed, cried, got any value, motivation, or inspiration from this podcast, share it out to one friend who you know will enjoy it too. Shameless plug, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Matt Butale, if you want to know this meathead on a more personal level. Heads up, it's not safe for work and it can get explicit. Viewer's discretion is advised, but I promise you will still laugh, learn and get value. Also, if you want to lose 25 pounds and become a part of the Natural Nomad Academy and join the meathead community, feel free to DM me and I'll see if you'll be a good fit. Let's embrace your inner meathead. All right, it's been nice chatting. Hope you like what today's topic was about. Natural Nomad Academy head coach and natural IFBB pro Matt Butale signing out.